Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. La, la, la. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Wrestling Index Podcast. As always, your boy, TK in the house. And if you're watching live, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you're watching right now, you can see I'm not alone. We got Sammy Guevara as a big fucking loser. We got Big Dick Brett from the Brain Buster Boys in the house. What's up, bro? Yo, yo. Yeah, Sammy is a loser. I guess I got a big hog and uh, <laughs> didn't even think about the fact I'm wearing my all-in shirt here. And, uh, man, those were some better days, huh? Shit, man. Last year was a better year. We were talking about that last night. It's no crazy how, how far AEW, not, not from an entering perspective, but just from an overall product drama company perspective, yeah. has fallen over the, the in ring's been there all you know, always pretty much. Yeah. I mean, of course they've had their dips, but yeah, I mean, from a wrestling standpoint, it's still been great. And especially the last month since all out has been awesome. But uh yeah, everything else is pretty fucked fucked they need to someone somebody needs to take charge of that locker room for sure quick housekeeping before we get up into everything you can find the wrestling index podcast right here floor cyber sports youtube floorcypersports.com audio platforms and visionaries global media network we're doing big things on floorcypersports.com brett's got his 2022 match ratings on there he's doing weekly top mm. 10 match ratings on there mm-hmm. maddie daddy's mm. dropping fantasy football content we got the world elite boys dropping their shit we got a lot of good good stuff going on at floor sniper sports and brett Brainbuster boys all major audio platforms visionary global media i gotta give you major props dude just listen to your episode with ritter you him and Bo. absolutely killed it so thank you new japan super fan matt ritter that is (laughs) fan fiction fan fiction and we just did a lot of fan fiction talk yesterday we previewed the upcoming new japan show on cage my iq with bakley yesterday that was a lot of fun oh yeah and i can't wait to win 20 bucks when okada wins (laughs) yeah you i've been going back and forth on that okada jonah shit with you guys but i think okada ultimately is going to get the win for sure I'll, real quick, I did see a picture of Osprey holding a sign. I don't know if it was Royal Quest or what that said Osprey greater than Kenny. I'm like, motherfucker. It's but gonna I, ha- it's going to happen. Like though. I said, I think Okada beating Jonah is much more of a certainty than Kenny and Osprey not happening, as I've been claiming. But we're not here to talk about that right now. And if you want to hear it, go yeah, my IQ, exactly. check it out for sure. Plenty of it from yesterday. Yes, yes <laughs> it absolutely. It got impassioned, but in a great way. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a great time for sure. So definitely go and check that out. But today we're here. We originally were just going to do WWE Extreme Rules Talk, see what's going on with WWE. It's been about two months since Triple H has taken over, maybe three months. It's going to be his second pre- premium black premium premier live event can they the stop fuck? calling them that it's i mean paper, it's, yeah it's ppvs dude it's so you know. stupid yeah they will so, always be ppvs to me that's it always be ppvs <laughs> so we were going to talk about that but then aew happened again more drama with aew and we're not going to sit here and recap the whole show from last night but we're going to talk a little bit about the show and then what the fuck the drama that's going on more drama another fight in the locker room it was all all set up on twitter 
We'll talk about it for sure, and then we will hit on Extreme Rules. Got our first comment, Justin from the In Time Wrestling Podcast. They just dropped a new episode. Be sure to check that out. I think it's Spring Stampede 2000. So mm. I'll definitely throw up that too sweet for my boy, Justin. Thanks for tuning in, baby. But yeah, Brett, let's just let's dive right into Dynamite from last night. So, uh, or first, let's just let's talk get about, to the drama. Yeah, I mean, it all it, it all happened before Dynamite. Yeah, right, so right, yeah, right. let's yeah, let's let's tee, get there. Tee first. it up, tee it up. All right. So yesterday, two days ago, Sammy Guevara sent out a, a cryptic tweet, which I thought was directed at Sean Spears, saying, "You're a jobber, bitch. You know you for, you failed at two places." I thought, like, you're a jobber, bitch for sure. That Sean Spears, <laughs> he already he already had put something on Twitter earlier that day, like about his career. He deleted it. I don't remember what the Spears. Exact, yeah, Spears, yeah, I did see something about yes. that. Which so was he odd, had, but... yeah, so he had like a anti, not like anti a dub, but like. Uh, like he's he's gone. Well, I know he's having a baby soon too. Right. Uh, but yeah. And he's a Cody guy. Uh, yeah. Not that WWE wants him back by any fucking means. But you know. So I thought I thought his tweet was directed at Sean Spears. You're a jobber, bitch. Like you 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 got hired as a favor is what he said. So I'm like, all right, Sammy. All right, yeah. I get it. You're a company guy. I get it. All right. Then Andrade goes and says, "I hit Sammy too hard. Sammy came to me and cried about it." <laughs> I fought Sheamus. He beats the shit out of me. I hit him harder. We earn yeah. respect. I hit Sammy. He fucking, instead of hitting me harder, he comes to me like a fucking pussy. And yeah. like, nobody even seen this interview. Only like 9,000 people saw this fucking interview. So it wasn't even like, and it was in Spanish on top of it. So like, really, if you cut it down, Sammy takes offense to it and fucking takes to Twitter. Fuck. You guys know, if you listen to my show, I love Sammy. I love Ty. I think Sammy's super talented. I think he's diverse either way. But fuck, for Christ's sake, bro, just shut the fuck up already. So yeah. Sammy goes after Andrade on Twitter, basically saying, say this shit to my face. Andrade's like, I okay, I did, I will. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, it carried over to Dynamite, I guess. Again, and this is just the dirt sheets reporting this, but they both were warned not to do anything. Andrade was specifically told not to do anything. And that if he did something, he still would not be fired. So like, yeah. I don't know if that's like you telling him go ahead and do yeah. it or like well and so it initially had come out that Andrade or that Sammy threw the first punch and then it essentially came out that Andrade threw the first punch which I the only thing I could think of because Sammy's obviously been instigating this on Twitter and everything and he's a little bitch so the only thing I could think of is him just going like hit me just with his little bitch face with his tongue out just asking for it and Andrade's like all right fuck you wham. At least that's how I what I hope happened. <laughs> but can't yeah. you just see Sammy just yeah. be like doing that, you know, in well, some said, form or fashion, just instigating Andrade? They said the way it went down was, and this, yes, yes, it sounds exactly like you said, like he's a big pussy, dude. The way it seems like TMZ even picked this story up, which is <laughs> yeah. wild, dude. Yeah. Um. So and and I should have mentioned Andrade was sent home after. Mm -hmm. Well, all right, let's get into. Well, the didn't it come out that both? Yeah, were sent yeah. home initially, and then it's like, yeah. well, Sammy's still here. Right, right, yeah. So they said that they both were sent home, but as far as, like, the fight itself, apparently Andrade confronted Sammy. There's a shitload of people around. Sammy wanted nothing to do with it. Sammy, like, turned his back to him. Andrade turned him around. Sammy <laughs> pushed him away, and Andrade yeah. threw some punches. Sammy did not Hell throw yeah. any punches, which is why... But he pushed, but he pushed him first. Right, probably like I could see him being a little pansy, like Andrade. Yeah, like, oh, and probably get, saying get shit. Probably right. saying, "What are you, you gonna do, you pussy? Uh, yeah. Hit me, get hit the fuck me. Away from okay, me. Yeah. wham!" 
And uh, yeah, but Sammy had no bruises on his face. He was there. So then, yes, reports came out. Andrade was sent home and Sammy was sent home. And we're all talking like he better have motherfucking been sent home because he fucking instigated this shit. But then, no, on the match between Andrade and 10 on Rampage, which was supposed to be career versus mask, it was called off. So we're like, what the fuck happened? And that was like hours before the show, right? Yeah, two hours yeah. before the show, at like five o'clock this happened. So like, which was, fight... su- was that supposed to be taped that night or was is Rampage live? It's live. Friday, it's live right? this week because they yeah. have the two hour shows and yeah. they're doing the Battle of the Belts 4 right which after Which I'm sure it. that's going to get great ratings at 11 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> fuck, dude. Hack, work it, work in our fucking yeah. talk about that. Yeah, but, anywho. But yeah, so... So that was the gist of the fight. So then Sammy was still there. Andrade got sent home. So clearly with all the witnesses, they said that Andrade was the one who started it. But Sammy fucking started it on the internet. So yeah. like when got- clearly they didn't want to give up their main event for the night. I mean, which whatever. I think they could have gotten around that, but what what Justin say here? Yeah, for real. Absolutely. Read it out, Tim. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Justin said beaten up by Eddie Kingston, deserved. Andrade punching him in the face deserved as well. Sammy is a problem playing insane. And that doesn't even mention any of the tie shit or all that beforehand. Uh, yeah, and the, the Sasha stuff. And then there was a, Oh there was yeah. A, yeah. Was, I forgot he, about he, the Sasha thing. He got there, suspended for that, right? He got suspended for the Sasha thing and had to go to sensitivity training. And then um, there was one more thing that he did too, a pretty big thing, but I can't remember what it was right now off the top of my head. But yeah, there's been like four or five events. I get it. All right. Sammy is a company guy through and through. I obviously him and Tony got some sort of fucking thing going. Yeah, they, they might be fucking sit. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe. Like I wish I was doing with you. <laughs> they he he shouldn't have been on that show last night. No matter what, he instigated that shit on Twitter. After all the shit that's been going on in the locker room and Mox and Jericho and Brian telling people keep shit in the locker room. You got a problem? Keep shit in house. And that's yeah. what you do. Like, it got to the point where I was actually thinking it might be an angle, but it's no angle. It's just Sammy no. being an immature no. bitch, which is why he shouldn't have got the main event spot. And then and, he fucking won. He got and, the fucking pin in the main I, event. And I couldn't be happier. You told me, I guess just after that ended, I was looking down at my phone, whatever, didn't see the show sign off. And I saw the image today, but couldn't believe that they hoisted him up. And that's how they end the show. And not only that, like, it's almost like Sammy was like, anytime you saw him, whether it was backstage in the ring, it's like he he knew and he was just being more of a prick. Like he with was, his yep. facial expressions and everything, it's he's like, like he's fuck like a kid. You, dude. He's like a kid who knew he couldn't get in trouble. Exactly, like, and like he's yeah. telling the principal to fuck off or something. Yeah, like. yeah, I hate it. Oh, so here's I just want to say overall, and the fact that I'm wearing this shirt means something. So one reason I loved AEW so much was because of All In, because it started as a groundswell from the wrestlers themselves. And then when it started, it seemed like, hey, this is a family atmosphere here backstage. Everyone gets along. You heard about all the people coming over from WWE, you know, saying what what a great atmosphere it is in AEW. And everyone's helping each other, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, as a fan from day one, took a lot of pride in that. And, like, I would wear my AEW hat and sweatshirt and everything out because I've I was proud of it, goddammit. And uh, 
you know, it just, it seems like it's now become everything that I and I didn't like and others didn't. And that WWE was under Vince McMahon for such a long time. Guys not being, not being released or not being used. And then just, all right, you're just going to sit out. And I mean, the fights is even, you know, maybe they happen in WWE, but we don't hear about them because they got a good fucking PR team. Um, yeah, so it just seems like everything, every reason why I love, not every reason, because like I said, the wrestling is incredible. The talent is incredible. But like, man, the I think I said it yesterday on the group chat, like it feels like the soul has been sucked out of AEW. And that's, I think, the best way I could put it. And again, the shirt that I'm wearing, none of these three guys are here right now. Cody gone and the Bucks suspended. No Kenny. I don't know. I've been, I've, I've been saying it. I've, I care. I've never thought I would care this less about AEW. I'm st- I still watch the shows. I'm still going to be excited. But man, like it just sucks. It does suck too because after all out, we were hoping for a restart. We got that restart even in the yeah. midst of all the drama. Everything that they had done since was fantastic. Here's my whole thing, dude. And I've said this countless times in my life. The internet ruined wrestling, okay? For sure, yeah, for sure. This shit, if we didn't know about this shit, if we weren't all on, well, first of all, I guess if we weren't on Twitter, I wouldn't be talking to Big Dick Brett right now. So, you know, (laughs) what would be going on? But if we weren't all on the internet, we would have no idea that that little backstage snafu happened last night. So we'd be just going into Dynamite, like, excited, pumped up, ready to go. Because at the end of the day, that show was fucking great last night, man. From bell to bell, there wasn't all the matches were really good. Fire, dude. Absolutely storyline progression. National scissoring day was awesome. Yeah, like it was a great show. Yeah, Justin says Tony not taking Sammy off TV just reeks of favoritism. I totally agree. I totally and I said this last night as well on the group chat. It's like this game, whatever you want to call it, it's gotten too big for Tony Khan. You know, he, he doesn't have his big boy britches. They just That's just not him. So we were saying, keep him at the top as the president having the final say, but he needs to delegate. He needs people under him and not Christopher Daniels as your head of talent relations who's in Japan right now working for the worst Japanese promotion out there. <laughs> what's, All he, Japan, what's he doing? Oh, okay. Which used to be the best, but they've been pretty weak. But... Yeah, whether I don't know who it is, William Regal, BJ Whitmer. I don't know any of these people backstage. Like they got, you know, he announced all these new coaches and promotions and all that shit a couple months mm-hmm. ago. It's like you need a hierarchy here and you need to be passing shit. Like it's clear he can't do it himself. It's clear he is. I don't want to like, I don't want to shit on Tony too much because he's done a lot of great things. So I'm going to put my tongue in my mouth a little bit here, but, or my foot in my mouth a little bit, (laughs) but let's just say he needs help and he needs to delegate and uh, I'll leave it at that for now. Yeah, no, 110%, dude. I I'm I love Tony Khan. I appreciate that he gave us an alternative. Yeah. I still, I've said it, Bakley argues with me all the time. I see the three guys on your shirt. <clears throat> he thinks the Bucks have a lot to do with it. I think if it wasn't for Cody Rhodes, there would be no AEW. He's the mastermind. Yeah. He's the catalyst, in my opinion. And I love Tony for, for everything he's done since. Getting all of these guys after WWE released them during COVID jobs. But yeah. since everything that you just said, ding, 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 motherfucking ding. I don't have to repeat it, dude. 
everything you spent you said is spot on. I'm rooting for Tony. I'm rooting for AEW. Yeah, of course. I want, I want them to succeed. I just and they have succeeded. You know, it's like oh, this yeah. is this is a moment here where it's like if you can get out of this shit and keep pushing forward and not let it happen again. Because it's been twice in a month, essentially. Like you said, it's like all out happened, and that was awful. That was worse than this, of course. But yeah, we got that reset, the fresh start. The shows have been awesome. And then this happens again last night. It's like, how? How well, does this keep happening? I, you know, you know, Brett, I think a lot of it has to do, too, with the AEW OGs taking exception to the people that are brought in. Sure. So in the CM Punk situation, he... he was butthurt as fuck. We talked a, a thousand times about it because of Hangman's comments yeah. and OG making comments about another guy who was there almost from the beginning, like his boy, you know, so he took the shot at Punk, which ultimately led to that. Sammy, I don't think they, I think Sammy hates the way Andrade thinks about AEW. And I don't know if it's actual factual or not the way Andrade wants to leave and how he shits on yeah. the company on Twitter. And he's but Sammy, trying to get fired. Right. And Sammy takes <laughs> Sammy takes exception to that. He's a company guy, dude. And why wouldn't he be? They fucking stuck with him fucking through and through. Is he so, a company guy or is he a TK guy? Yeah, probably is. <laughs> Swallowing that mini hog. But, <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I think it might be more of, you know, they oversaturated the locker room. We know that. But again, the on-screen product was fantastic again last night. Last it, week, it last week was like yeah. Last week was like the only lull in in the last. And it was weeks. still it was still good over. Right. Like I compare everything. Let's come to WWE prior to Triple H taking over and how awful some of those shows were week in week out. It's like even the below average Dynamites kick at the above Raw above average Raws uh, above average Raws asses right. until now. And real quick, I mean, dead serious, I care more about Extreme Rules than I do AEW right now, which is fucking crazy. And I never in a trillion years thought I'd be saying that, but it's the truth. Yeah, dude, it's what Triple H has done over the last couple of months is just absolutely incredible from a whole product perspective, top to bottom of the card, um, mid card, tag teams, women's. Uh, bringing and it's new making people. me realize, like, I had blinders on for AEW for a while. I'll admit it, like, because the wrestling was so good, because I was in it from before day one, all this shit. But then, you know, the storytelling, it had its great moments for sure. But this year, it's been awful as a whole. Like, there's been very few, like, compelling stories to really sink your teeth into. Like, even the acclaimed, like, that wasn't really much of a story. It was more just like, hey, they got over as baby faces like wildfire and let's run with it. I mean, there are there's some I know. Um, I mean, the Christian Jungle Boy thing had potential, but they, you know, with the flip-flopping of Luchasaurus and then Christian getting hurt. Any rate, I think that's been the biggest. And yeah, like it is, like you said, saturated locker room, not enough TV time, dark and elevation don't matter. So like, ROH. Yeah, all of it. So, yeah, I still have faith that they can get out of this shit and be better and figure it out. But, uh, again, it just can't keep happening and keep happening and keep happening. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I'm with you 100%. Justin says, I criticize AEW just as much as any other promotion. I want to see them succeed just as much as every other promotion. But if someone doesn't doesn't fix AEW, I'm not sure how they're going to last. And it's it's true. You can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have that backstage 
um, not even camaraderie, just fucking uh, leadership. Yeah. If you don't have that backstage leadership, then you're fucked, dude. And like you said earlier, WWE's got a great PR team. They always had Vince, and everyone was scared of Vince, dude. You, people yep. were scared to talk to Vince. People aren't scared to talk to Tony. So no, because he's their friend. You know, right. like he parties with that's, and that's the problem now is he can't he can't be boss and friend. And I think he was friend first. You know, like right. I remember. I didn't hear it, but you know my buddy Rich, he listened to some podcast that Janela was on. This was years ago, like first year of AEW. And he would always say that like after the shows, like Tony Khan would throw a party and they'd be drinking White Claws and all this shit, like every show, which is all well and good. And it was new and fun and exciting, but he was a friend first and a boss second. And that's a problem now. Yeah, three years into it, and especially because a lot of those OGs are gone. You know, they were the indie yeah. guys, helped them get there, and now they're gone. But yeah. we can talk all day about this, man. I want to make sure that we get everything in. So let's I think move we on. Got, I think we got the high points in. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to give a quick synopsis of how I felt about Dynamite last night. As we just said, fucking fire show, dude. Banger match after banger match. So I really liked what they did on the show. They focused on the AEW originals. So mm -hmm. MJF had a banger of a match with Yuta, but he's been there awesome. from the get. A pillar. Hangman and Roosh had a killer match. Again, OG. And then the and shit the, with Mox And the promo after. was, yeah, even better. Even better. Even Deuce better. Bump worthy. Another OG. When they're going head to head, let's fucking go. Yeah. And that. Darby, Jay Lethal. The match was a good match. You know, at the end of the match, they're trying to turn Jay Lethal. It is what it is. But Darby, another OG. Yeah. He's there. Um, the, the National Scissoring Day celebration, the acclaimed. It OG, was awesome. Yeah. You know, from the very, they've been there from the very get. You had the Jungle Boy Luchasaurus story. Both of them, dude. AEW. Cage and Wardlow. Cage and Wardlow. Cage and OG and Wardlow very close behind. And been saying it for months. Feed him the monsters. It was awesome, dude, and, and and it just shows how great Brian Cage is. I know. Why he hasn't been used? Fucking blows my because mind. He's not blowing Tony Khan. Yeah, no shit, dude. No For shit. And then Justin it, said it. He's got yeah. favorites. It's clear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just as Vince did. I mean, every, it's just yeah, life, you know. Yep. But yeah, Cage is the fucking man. Dude, the man. I, I loved when they did the spot um, where Luke Wardlow hit his running fucking dude. Uh, Hurricane Rana. And then yeah. Brian Cage did a fucking spinning Hurricane Rana well, on him, dude. Well, some of, you forget, like, how great of athletes both of those guys mm -hmm. are, especially Wardlow. Like, because he doesn't let it loose like that often. Like, he did some crazy shit. And then it made me remember, I texted you this last night, that he did have a match with Lance Archer earlier this year i think it only went like five or six minutes but it was similarly you got to see wardlow like show off his athleticism yeah. because these guys are bigger than him well cage is not taller but you know fucking stacked it, it was awesome it was 10 minutes it was exactly what it needed to be both guys looked great so feed him archer feed him miro feed him w morrissey whomever like wardlow's get us to miro yeah get us yeah. to miro yeah yeah, but uh, and then I thought the women's match was a lot of fun too. Um, yep. Athena, you know, I kind of criticized her a few weeks ago, but she's continued to impress week after week for me. Willow Nightingale is someone I've really enjoyed. I thought her match with Jamie Hader on Rampage last week was awesome. It was like seven she's minutes, great. but they went to war. Obviously, Jamie Hader, my girl, she's going to be the queen soon enough. But uh, 
Yeah, that was all and good stuff. The crowd, Brit, Brit the crowd Soraya, was yeah, so into hater, was dude. Into yeah. hater. They were fucking hater, hater, out. hater. I think I willed that into existence. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on the, the women's match. I, I was about to say there wasn't too many OGs in there. Obviously, you got Brit there. Hater kind of came. Serena Deeb. But the match itself was fucking fire. I know it's still only one match. But Ritter had mentioned it after Soraya first debuted how she's going to add elevate to the women's division. We might get more than one match. And just having her presence in there, feeling her versus Britt throw down with each other. It's a big deal. I felt the elevation in the women's yeah, division just with that. Sure. Because you feel all these little feuds inside of one big one. So you got Team Britt against Team Soraya. And then you got Soraya and DMD. Hater and Tony has got a lot of potential there, dude. And Serena then Hater D- DMD at some point is still yes. going to happen, you know. Abs- like we ab- talked absolutely. about her picking her spots. Yeah, so that the whole thing was fire. Willow getting the pin, I thought was cool. Yeah, but then, then I do have to hate on this dude. I don't fucking like her being fed to Jade for a no. Third time, I don't dude. either. Yeah, what's up with that? The like, fuck, have her bro? challenge Tony. You know, I know it's babyface, babyface, but yeah, what's the point the of this? Fuck, Unless man. she does win, you know, it's would be fucking thing, sick. But it would be no awesome. Way. You no just you just said it twenty minutes ago. Who's watching this show for Jade Cargill to lose her belt at 11 p.m. Central, midnight fucking (laughs) Eastern time, dude? No one's watching that. She she ain't losing her belt then, you know? So, and man, the Jade shit is—it's tired. Over tired. Same shit. She should be the world champion of the division, dude. Like she should be that one. She's that bitch. She says, like this has been. Months, like she's gotten to the the point where, like, I don't even backstage too, like on rampage most of the time on top of it because they're not. I was so surprised I said they were on dynamite. I was like, holy shit, Jay made an appearance on dynamite. What the fuck, man? Yeah, no, I could that that definitely. I wasn't a fan of that. I was like, oh, Willow got the win. I thought that was unique. Yeah, I thought it would be leading. I did think it would lead to something. I just didn't anticipate (sighs) it would lead to her Jade three. Come on, man. So thirty nine wins. That means like five. Well, I guess of one of them was a tag match. They said, but still, like second singles match within a few months. Right, it's like the Anna J shit all over again. So she'll push yeah. her a little. She'll push her a little bit more. But you mean to tell me like you're thirty nine and zero, but you're beating Anna J twice and Willow Nightingale? Yeah. Twice. like no jobbers. Cares. No offense, but forty matches in a year and a half into what you're doing, you're still fighting jobbers. Stop it. Like she needs to go and fight Tony and fucking Britt and Hater. And Thunder Rosa. I wish they would just back. merge those fucking belts, but obviously yep. that's not going to happen. But what a mistake, dude! They literally made they it, made the but... belt just for her. But yes, they should merge the two main. They should merge the two main belts, <sighs> and then they should make a women's tag belt because they have enough women in that company. Totally agree. And they could definitely fucking have a sick tournament and go from there. But um, again, I don't want to deep dive too much into the show. I did just really want to say MJF is a fucking fantastic wrestler. Him and Yuta was awesome. Yeah. The William Regal brass knuckle so shit good. after the match. So good. Oh my god, I got goosebumps right now thinking about it. That popped me hard. hard and the dude. little mild MJF face tease there. I mean, I'm not gonna call it a turn. Like some, I saw some headlines like MJF turning face. No, but no, it was a very face thing to do for him. You know, even just like fighting that reaction to shake the hand and then finally do it was interesting you know because we rarely see that side of mjf 
But Brett, why then do the exact same thing the following match? Yeah, I don't I don't know. That, I don't know. That threw me off. I was like, wait, yeah. you just did this with MJF and Yuta, and now you're, you're right. doing it with Darby and Lethal a match later. Like yeah. that was the only thing that took away from that match for me was the aftermath. I if you want to turn Jay Lethal face and just have uh Sanjay go off with Satnam, fine, dude. I'm fine with it. But like that was a really stupid fucking time to do it. Yeah, I agree. And I like Jay Lethal a lot, but I just thought he came off looking kind of weak. You know, he's almost like crying a little bit. It's like, dude, you lost a match. He, he <laughs> keeps, know? but he keeps losing. He lost to Joe. I know. Then I he know. lost uh, Jungle Boy. Then he lost to. Hey, he beat Orange Cassidy at the Dynamite I was at in Columbus. You know, that's that's, that's yeah, a yeah. big win. But oh yeah, oh does, big big he big does time. Lose yeah. a lot. I've enjoyed him more often than not. I have. I, I remember he had a rampage match with Ricky Starks for the FTW title earlier this year. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah, that like, was uh I was there for that. It was in Chicago. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I loved that yep. match. I I remember I it's I spreadsheeted it. I, I think I gave it four, but uh Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh yeah, that was weird. Um the match was good, you know. It was a fun match. Happy to see Darby get a win again cuz I feel like he's, you know, been kind of up and down recently, but uh yeah, the ending or the post match was a little, little whack. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, did you have anything else, like any uh, spots or highlights you wanted to hit on Dynamite before we move over to Extreme Rules? Um, we didn't really talk about the main event match. I thought the match oh, yeah, was yeah, really yeah. good. You know, uh, seeing uh, Garcia and Danielson team together was cool. I thought the like when they were doing the double elbows at the same time, like I just couldn't help but think like Daniel Garcia in his head thinking like, wow, this is the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. Cause he's with his favorite wrestler right. doing the same thing. Like that's the type of shit I love too, is like the human real life shit that my brain thinks about sometimes. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, fucking Chris Jericho, man, I know Justin and a lot of people don't like him, but, He's had a hell of a run lately. Um, and yeah, yeah, he is winning a lot and putting himself over a decent amount, but I think he's gonna pay it pay it forward as he typically does. And like I I really think this is all a big thing to get Garcia over as a baby face and with the title. I know some people think he's maybe gonna turn back. I fucking hope not. No way. Um, but I think that's what this is trying to do. Danielson uh Jericho next week's gonna be interesting. You think Jericho's gonna keep it? I do. I do. Yeah. I don't I can't see Daniel. So because like that would basically be transitioning that belt from Claudio to Jericho to get it to Brian, which yeah. would make no sense to me. So how does the match I mean I figure it can't win clean, right? He didn't the first time, did how did he beat him the first was there a low blow or something? Yeah, he kicked him in the dick. Yeah. So like yeah, he's been using that. He's been cheating a lot to win. I've really enjoyed both of their I, matches, both the yeah. pay-per-view match and the dynamo. I did I did too, Justin. I didn't like Garcia eating the pin at all. I guess if they're gonna continue to tell that story though, like yeah. Jericho, Jericho's probably gonna be like, come back to us. You know, like this is why you yeah. shouldn't be with him. You're a fucking loser with him. We're winners, come back to us. And I mean I agree, but honestly, they're not going to have Danielson eat that pin there because he's been losing a lot too. You know, Sammy Guevara should have eaten that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, what the fuck? I thought like that was why he was in that match to tap out to the sharpshooter or the dragon team or whatever the fuck he calls it, dude. But but yeah, Um, let's just hit on real quick the Mox uh, promo. Oh yes, 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 please, yes, please, go ahead. 
I mean, it was just awesome. It, like, you know, I've been waiting three years for this. Yeah, so have I. So have we. Um, and yeah, it just kind of heightened the importance of everything, I thought. Like, the belt finally seems to mean something again. You got a former champ, current champ, two of the biggest baby faces in the company, two of the biggest linchpins of the company. And yeah, the head-to-head, like, it's going to be awesome. You know, talking about... I respect you as a wrestler and you, you're a good person. But once that bell rings, I don't respect anyone. I know he said that a lot, but I like that. I think he gave Hangman a little credit there. Like, I do respect you and you are a good guy, you know, <laughs> like because he really does seem like a really good human being. Hangman, I mean. No, yeah. Um, and then Hangman getting back like, hey, you've been waiting so long for this. Let's fucking do it right now. Um, and then the interesting from Moxley about all you kids running your mouth, I thought was uh, interesting. But, uh, you know, I'm sure Hangman was totally on board with it and cool with it. But, uh, yeah, this was fucking great. And uh, I can't believe I'm going to be there. And uh, I thought, because Mox said, we'll see who's going to be the last man standing. So I thought maybe they were going to have yes. a last man standing because they haven't done that yet in AEW I don't believe so when he said that I thought immediately that's what he was going to do but he didn't so I that would have been if, really cool yeah maybe that happens next week but I don't know that's like the, I'm like oh shit and then that didn't happen but uh yeah fired up gonna be in Cincy they've been promoting it a lot I know ticket sales haven't been great for it um but I think it'll fill up now that I mean it got a pretty good crowd last time here so um yeah can't fucking wait for that that's shit 12 days away it'll be on a tuesday october yeah. 18th yeah you're gonna have a lot of fun that match is gonna bang when mox said that last night i definitely thought a last man standing match was coming uh he definitely dropped that line what's up bakley check me we hyped you earlier check out cage my iq youtube channel they're doing great shit says me daddy but uh yeah, he said, Mox goes, this is your warning, kid. Like, yeah. he was fucking serious. And then, like you said, Brett, I was really intrigued when he made the comment, like, you kids in your stupid comments. I was like, is he talking about Hangman to Punk? Is he talking about Sammy and Andrade? Is I think it's just kind of, all, of, of it, it, all? all of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was really directing that at Hangman, per se. Yeah. But just, hey, yeah, all right. you young guys, keep your mouth fucking shut. Like, because, <laughs> again, we just went over this in the locker room to keep yeah. everything in the locker room and fucking you got idiot fuck out here on Twitter fucking <laughs> yippity yappity again like fuck. idiot fuck yeah god damn but then I thought actually with private party because private party came out because they got this thing oh, going on with Roosh and yeah, Matt Hardy yeah. I had thought that they was going to set up a match next week on Dynamite with Hangman and Mox against private party that but would they, be that would have been sick yeah, that would have been dope. But instead, they went to this Rampage match with the BCC, Mox, Claudio, and Wheeler yeah. taking on Roosh and, and Private Party. Party. I yeah. love Roosh. Anytime Roosh Oh, wrestle, me too. Yeah. Roosh. 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 He's, like, a, bad, he's fucking, a bad man. He is 110 You talk about hitting hard. He hits hard. He's better than Andrade. He's by fucking far and away better than Andrade. Right now, and yeah. This Andrade hasn't really done much since the pack matches, which was well over a year ago, I think. He hasn't done much fucking period anywhere. Yeah, the pack matches time. were awesome. Like, let's not... The guy can fucking work. You know, I always go back to that Gargano match at Phil Take. Oh, my God, Philly. yeah. Top 25 all time, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, he hasn't been... Whether it's him not being able to get out of his own way... Or whatever. Yeah, he hasn't shown much in AEW. And a lot of these ex-WWE guys haven't. 
Malachi, we said, not really his fault, but never lived up to any potential that we knew he has here in AEW. Miro, yeah. I mean, he had that TNT title run, but where the fuck has he been the last year? And where I mean, was he before? He was yeah. game, gaming with Kip Sabian. He yeah, did nothing. Yeah. Like, come on. Come I mean, on. I go back to the forbid, Forbidden Door match. Like, that was, that four-way was so good for the All-Atlantic. And, like, where the fuck is Miro been? God damn it. Fuck, dude. That's, that, that was what I said last night in the chat. It was my exact message. I said, this is great. The show actually ended up banging for what we yeah. had with for the drama. But we have another week without fucking Miro. And where's Ricky and Hobbs? Yeah. Where where are they? You, can, like, you can't just push them to the side now. So they got they got a lot to fucking, they got a lot, a lot to work on. But again, overall, the show was good. Rampage and Battle of the Belts should be fine because... <laughs> You got Pack pulling double duty. Oh yeah, who's gonna win that match before we go to Extreme Rules? Give me a prediction. We got the Dark Order um, versus Death Triangle for the Trios Championship, and that's a tough one because yeah. I don't think Death Triangle should lose their belts already. But it's a two-year anniversary of Brody Lee's first match, so like, how do you? I was good. That's what I was saying with ten. How are you gonna yeah. have him lose to Andrade in the first place? But how are you gonna have the Dark Order lose now to, on that night? What do you think? I don't think they do. Um, I, I I I love the Dark Order. I love Reynolds, Silver, Ten, all of them. But I agree. I don't think this is the time. I don't think they should do it just because it's Brody Lee's anniversary. It, much as I love him and all, like you know, that's not a reason to change a title. I don't think. Um, but I think the match should be really good. Probably pretty emotional. Um, and I wouldn't be mad if Dark Order won because it'd be awesome to see them with belts. And I think they earned and deserved it for being, you know, here from day one and always so entertaining. And I'm, I don't know if you watch Being the Elite, but when Brody was still here and on, like those were the funniest fucking episodes. So I love those guys and I wouldn't be mad at all. But yeah, I'd like to see Death Triangle kind of establish the belts a little more because they haven't been yet. You know what? Have they even defended them? I know they won them. I thought once they defended I thought they defended them. Yeah, against the best friends in Orange Cassidy. Uh, no, that was to win it. Remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was vacated by the elite. I thought I could fuck. I could have swore. Maybe Bakley or Justin can answer in the comments. I could have swore that they did defend them just one time. But you might be right. I don't want them to take the belts away, bro. This would be like the NXT women's titles when they first were established. This would be three different champions within yeah. a month and a half of having the belts around. Like that is not good. It's not a good look. While uh, you're looking that up, Justin said to answer the question about the last man standing match in AEW, technically the Texas death match between Archer and Hangman was contested like a last man standing match. So that's oh. kind of where you okay. had that. So you like, it had to be a 10 count. Yeah, he's yeah. right. But, and yeah, then, it wasn't known as a last man standing, but, yeah. And then, yeah, Pac is pulling double duty Friday night because, like we just said, we got the trios match, and then he's defending the All-Atlantic Championship against Trent. And it has not – they have not defended the trios titles yet. Come on, man. So, like, how do you take – and, again, I like Dark Order just as much as you do, but how do you take the – I love Death Triangle, so I'll always throw me in. Yeah, me too, like, me too. How are you going to take the belts off of them, right, like, this fast? I just don't think you can, dude. Yeah, and it remind in pro wrestling Noah right now. There's been four straight GHC heavyweight championship reigns without a single defense. It's like, come on! I know I'm switching the top, but like no, the, no, same, no. It's same the same thing concept. here. Yeah, it's, far, it's like WCW back in the day where the title yeah. every five. I mean, this ain't the extreme of every five days, 
but like the belt flip between like Flair and Nash. Like, and that's been a problem here. We've talked about it, like establishing those tight all the belts again. You know, I think the AEW World Championship now is back to a prestigious point. Um, and I think it will continue as such, whether it's Mox, Hangman, MJF, whatever. TNT titles still a ways off, but last night was a good step. Tag titles feel pretty good right now, but where the fuck is FTR? Um, TBS title, we all know how that's going. We just talked about it. Women's title, if it wasn't interim, would be a little better right now, but it's that's still fucked. So let's give some prestige back to these belts. Yeah, the All-Atlantic Championship, all well and good, you know. Um, we don't see Pac defended every time, but yeah, I'm for it. That's cool. Uh, but yeah. Fuck. And and I'm okay with Pac having both belts and playing yeah. double duty all the time. Like he can, he's a worker. He can do it. Um, so I'm fine if he holds both belts. I got absolutely no problem with that. But we're 40 minutes in. We have talked to AE Dub. Yeah, I, I, I got a WWE prediction show tonight with Justin and the UW Pod Nick and oh, Juicy Keith. Oh, but shit. I wanted to get you on the show because I want your predictions, bro. I know yep. you're feeling. WWE. I'm into. I'm into it. I know. It's crazy. I know. And I wanted to bring you on. I know you can't make it tonight, so I wanted to just get you on. I want to talk some WWE with you. Yeah. Um, first, before we make some predictions, go ahead, just like with your general synopsis of WWE over the last. I think we talked two weeks ago, but yeah. it was the the post game show, so we haven't talked WWE in a couple of weeks. So. I want you to talk about like your overall feel of the show or, or the program and uh, the White Rabbit. Add that in too, and uh, how you feel about the White Rabbit and what's going I'll on. I'll start with the White Rabbit. I haven't really sought it out. I've of course been seeing it all, and of course it seems like it's Bray and that there's all these breadcrumbs about it. You know, image of him above Alexa and all this shit. So. I think it's really cool what they're doing. Um, I'm I'm not seeking out the QR codes or anything, but I see what people are saying on Twitter and whatnot. Um, it sounds like if it's not Bray, it's going to be a big disappointment. So it kind of seems like it has to be at this point, almost like the CM Punk thing. It's like the worst kept secret. So, yeah, it'll be cool. I mean, is there any indication of when it's supposed to happen? No, I think, uh, I don't know, Isaac in our group chat, he's been talking about Bray Wyatt every day since he got released. Yeah. So he puts all these different things in there, and then he 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 said, like, there was some lantern in the poster of Seth Rollins and Riddle. Yeah. Honestly, I'm like you. I can't I can't wait for Bray to come back. If it's Bray, Wyndham, The Fiend, I don't give a shit. I want him, and I want him back badly. But I don't follow this shit. I don't pay attention. Yeah. It's, like, way too it's, – it's, I got I – got, Way too much other shit in wrestling to yeah. worry about sports, fucking life. I can't be yeah. tracking. I got you guys, not you guys, but I got Isaac. You know, Isaac will go track those. Yeah, he's your Bray correspondent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's what I invested, you know. So I don't want him to be the fiend. That's my opinion. Uh, again, I wasn't really watching a lot of that like consistently, but I saw some matches. The Rollins Hell in the Cell match was fucking embarrassing. The WrestleMania match against Orton to open the show was fucking embarrassing. So it's like, for me, as an outsider then, like, The Fiend was definitely more bad than good. So let's get back to old school Bray Wyatt. You know, let him be him. Let him do what he wants. Act crazy. Whatever. Give him the freedom now that these guys have. 
Um, and then I'll kind of just segue into what I think in general. I think you can tell that these guys have a lot and women have a lot more freedom now on the mic and being able to say and do a little bit more personal stuff and what they want and how they feel. Um, like Kevin Owens just been fucking killing it week after week. I've told you and others like he's been my favorite WWE guy forever. And I missed him because I haven't really been watching the shows. So to come back and him just be firing and then him and Gargano together, really cool, reuniting the pandas from the PWG days. Um, yeah, I mean, this week's Raw I thought was probably the weakest of all the ones I've watched, which I think is like five or six in a row, shockingly, Ooh, somehow. Look at you. Um, but it was still good. I thought Lashley, Mustafa Ali was yes really good like Mustafa kept fighting and fighting and fighting and I don't know if he's been doing anything lately I know there was the whole thing when Vince was still around that he was enslaved so to speak and not getting on the shows but like the guy can work we know that and he had a great underdog performance and wouldn't go away um and Lashley was doing Lashley things and it was tight but um yeah, overall, the show was probably the weakest, but it was still good. You know, it was still a lot better than your average Raw from whatever, the last decade. Yep. Um, and I think I've told you I haven't been watching full episodes of SmackDown just because I'm typically not at my TV Friday at 8 o'clock and I can't DVR local channels on Sling. But I'll stream, like I've been streaming all the Brawling Brutes, Imperium, all those matches, which have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, the four-way tag, the tag for the titles. So I've been at least keeping up with stuff, but I haven't been watching the full shows. But yeah, like I said earlier, I've been more invested in what's going on in WWE. Like, again, match quality-wise, I'm always going to prefer AEW, but WWE's still been really fucking good uh, lately. Again, this show not quite like I didn't have a four star on this show, but again, it was still good. I know Justin again, hates the judgment day shit and I missed a <laughs> lot of it, but from coming in when I came in, which was what two weeks before Dom turned, like I've enjoyed it. And I love Finn Balor. I love Rhea Ripley. I love Damian priest. So I'm on board with it. Um, you know, the, I know Justin had tweeted something about styles and, you know, would be pissed off if he joined, but what the hell has he been doing for the last three years? So that's how I like, yeah, Styles needs to be doing something other than like the Boneyard match. What the fuck has he done? He uh, he became a Grand Slam champion by teaming with <clears throat> Omos. Yeah, and that all was belts terrible. And, and I feel it, like it that was. was going on for a year. So Oh, longer than that, yeah. And then he had yeah. that little mini feud with him, and now he's just wrestling. He's literally just wrestles singles matches like to help boost Raw, which is great. But yeah. he, he does need a real, a real story. So whether he joins or not, I'm on board for more AJ time regardless. Um, yeah. I've been loving the Riddle-Rollins feud. I mean, it's been awesome top to bottom the match was great the fight pit's gonna be great all the promos it's gotten personal it's gotten intense um rollins now challenging again for the u.s title is very interesting as well so uh yeah again even four or five months ago i never in a trillion years thought that i would be talking <laughs> like this but hey it's the world we're living in and 2022 wrestling is the most insane and wonderful year ever. 
absolutely nuts. And we've been wanting this Triple H takeover. For yeah. Forever. And, and that's, it, it, real quick, sorry. Yeah. Like, that's no, what no, I've no, been no, saying for years to people is if and when Triple H takes over, I'm in because I trust yeah. him and I know he can put on a good product. So here and we look are. At, and riddle me fucking that. The product yeah. has been so much fucking better. Yeah. You know, I, I was a black and gold guy. AEW became my fucking thing. Yep. And once I've been asking, yearning, begging some, not, I don't want the old man to die, but I wanted him to go the fuck away yeah, so bad. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Let's go. And it's been fucking great. Everything you said is spot on. I do agree with you, not Justin. I, from the start, have liked the Judgment Day. I'm into what they do. The more 30-minute segments they get, I'm all in. We got some comments, though, I want to get to. I want you to do your thing. Bakley threw his uh, predictions out there. He's got Bailey, Finn Balor, Liv Morgan, Brawling Brutes, and Riddle. Bailey, who you got? Drew or Kerry and Cross? If you're going to predict them, predict them. But I'll pull those back up when we get into it. We got my guy, my guy, Ivan, from the fucking Circle of Debate podcast. Check out their channel, Scissor Me Daddy. Thanks for tuning in. Ivan is the best. Go check out Circle of Debate for sure. They're doing banger-ass things over there. Said the real TK, the stud of all stud. <laughs> banger after banger. Much love to you too, Ivan. Thank you for tuning in, man. The devious one, my guy. And we said Justin's got only awesome match. Orton and Whitehead was a Firefly Inferno match. Plus, it had the greatest RKO ever, in his opinion. I'll have to go check that out if there's the greatest RKO. Because yeah. I've seen a lot of great ones. So I'm going to go back and check that out. And then uh, Ivan said this Raw was pretty solid. Can't wait for Extreme Rules. Me too. Look forward to hearing your thoughts on it tonight on your show. And Justin said Styles should be facing Roman, but Roman is too busy being Brock. That's a great point. Facts. I do think the AJ Roman stuff is coming solely based off of Twitter engagement because Sammy and AJ had been engaging on Twitter. I think uh, so. Maybe we might be foreshadowing to an AJ Roman thing. I want AJ and Finn just to have a fucking couple of banger ass yeah. one on one yeah. matches. Like that's what I want to see. Like Again, if he, I, I'd be fine if he joined, but I'm fine if they go head to head and square off a couple. I of would times. love to see. So they had one match, right? Yes, when Finn in was WWE. Yeah, yeah. It might have been an extreme rules, actually. Believe it or not, was there um, any story? Were they both baby no, faces? No story. I think AJ was supposed to wrestle somebody. His opponent got injured or something that along those sounds lines. Right. And That's then Balor ba- took his place as the demon. Yeah, I was still in it at that time. So, and again, I've referenced this before. You remember when we did our WWE AEW Super Shows? My main event was AJ versus Prince Debit versus Kenny Omega, the three bullet club leaders. Hell, we could throw Jay White in there and now make it a fatal four-way. But I obviously care a lot about that history from Japan and everything, and it's two fucking great workers that are, you know, in the back nine of their career for sure. Um, But let them fucking go. They've got a lot of history. They are friends in real life. Uh, Yeah, I would rather that happen, of course, than AJ join. But again, if it gets him on, gets him a part of the show more, and I've enjoyed Judgment Day. I'm for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Either either way, I'm good. More AJ is always a good thing. And I yeah. like since Triple H has taken over, I feel like he's made sure he's gotten an AJ Styles match or an AJ Styles backstage segment on there every week. And yeah, KO has been the MV motherfucking P. Absolutely. Since Triple H took over. He was Dylan's wrestler of the week. You can find, find that on floorcybersports.com. So definitely go scope that. But Brett, let's get into extreme rules, baby. I want let's your opinion. Um, well, I'll just start with the bottom or the bottom of the car. We'll work our way up. We got the brawling brutes taking out Imperium. 
in a six-man good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. This is going to be sick. Uh, dang. So what does that mean? Is it just no DQ? Yeah, no DQ. There's <laughs> just It's like a bar fight. There's going to be like bars yeah. set up around the ring. Oh, really? I would that's, think so. Yeah, I'm that, down for that. That's how yeah. it was with Drew on SmackDown between Sheamus and him. So I think there'll be like little bar setups around the ring and shit like yeah. that. Little, yeah. I think this is awesome. I think all of this has been great. Um, you know, the starting with Gunther and Sheamus and then kind of trickling out from there. They had a six man. There's been a lot of tag team matches. It's all been awesome. Fucking Pete Dunn is doing his damnedest to make Butch work and God love him for it. <laughs> But man, real quick, I watched. Or I want to give a shout out to Kyle from the Apron Bump. I'm gonna be on his show next week reviewing some progress. Too sexy, and sexy he, gave, man. he gave me his progress login, and I have been doing a deep dive. <laughs> and I watched Pete Dunn in 2019 when he was still in NXT come over and face my guy Cara Noir, the Black Swan, who I've been obsessed with. And man, it just made me miss Pete Dunn. Because, but uh, like all credit to Butch, like it's been awesome. But where, let's change it back, Triple H. I mean, of of all the names, and I've gotten over Gunther at this point as much as I didn't want to. Butch needs to go back. But I think this will rule. Um, I will also pick the Brawling Brutes because you know Gunther obviously got the IC title win. I imagine they're going to have another match for that. So give me yeah, the B, give me the BBs. All right, so you got the Brawling Brutes. That match is coming up on the season premiere of SmackDown. It'll be Gunther. Oh, it's already announced. Oh, yeah. This Friday, then? Or next Friday? Next Friday. It'll be be next Friday. It'll be Gunther versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental title. That's what I have to say about that. Fuck. Strap in and uh, keep your dicks down, because they'll be popping out. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Let's go. I don't know. Who's going to win that match? Gunther. Yeah, probably. I, I want and hope again. Sheamus winning would be awesome. It'd give what it would give him like a grand slam or some some bullshit. Yeah. But man, if you really, really want to bring that title back to prominence, let the man hold it for a very long time. And hell, oh. have Sheamus beat him. Have yep. Sheamus beat him. It, whoa, is it really? Wow. Bakley says it's tomorrow. What, wait, so they're doing that match before the Donnybrook? That's I thought. Yeah, they, that thought, doesn't seem to make sense. I thought they would do the Donnybrook and then the Intercontinental Title match. Damn. Yeah. All right. And Bakley said too. the Donny the Donnybrook match is Irish weapons, so like shillelaghs <laughs> and yeah. beer bottles, like, maybe. Speaking of shillelaghs, how about David Finley cracking Osprey in the hand with that shillelagh? And the way that Osprey <laughs> sold it the whole I match, know. and they yeah. wrapping the the tape around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been confirmed the uh, the intercontinental title Holy matches tomorrow. Holy shit! Fuck, that's gonna well, be a that's... banger, on banger, on banger, on banger, on a banger. Let's tomorrow go. is a big night. We've got that. We've wow. got bound, bound for Glory, Impact, and then you've got Rampage and Battle of the Belts. Wow! Fuck my ass. I know I'm working till like nine, and then I've got Don't plans after. Me. But shit, yeah, big night tomorrow. Yeah, and Justin, uh, Justin well, followed up and said uh, that the Baylor AJ Styles match happened at TLC back in was it what was it probably he didn't 16, say a year 17. I thought I thought 2016 but I don't no it was probably 2018 ish I could be wrong who cares about the year but yeah TLC was the one time that they fucking showed up Bray Wyatt I'll sick. still I'll still stick with the brawling brutes here and I'm I do think Gunther will win tomorrow so that'll be a way to 
Yeah, that makes that. sense for sure. Yeah, so Gunther will win tomorrow, then the Brawling Brutes win on on Saturday. I agree. But so I kind of want I would like Sheamus maybe to eventually take that title, like at WrestleMania, maybe. Yeah. Have it string out that long. Cause Gunther Gunther should be very, very like he should not be eating more than like two pins a year. You know, he's, like he's only guys, lost twice in his I know. whole four year career. And could you believe Crazy. Braun Breaker? I mean, I remembered it, but like it was Fuck. such such a random 2017. Thing. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. yeah. No, I had no idea. When when I saw that tweet yesterday that uh I was calling Walter that Gunther's Me been too. there for four years, he's only lost twice, eating two pins. I was like, all right, it was dragging off for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, for the life of me, I did I'm, remember it, but yeah. I couldn't. I'm I think like, it was like April of this year. I don't watch. I didn't watch much 2.0 early in the year. So oh, I've I barely watched any. But it just came across on Cage Match or something. I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, that's an interesting matchup. But yeah, very. That's that's awful though. That's a <laughs> shitty. That's a bad. That's a fucking bad loss. And and yeah, I even agreed with you that fucking Shillelagh shot on Osprey was brutal. What a fucking match that was. Oh god, they got my fucking jollies off, dude. I was <laughs> fucking excited about that. All right, dude. so who are you picking here? Me, I'm gonna based on what we just talked about. I'm I, I was gonna take the brawling brutes anyways, but it's, since his match is tonight or tomorrow night, yeah, I'm brawling brutes. It. Do you got Gun? Do you got Gunther as well? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I don't think Gunther's losing the belt. Yeah, he said he was pinned at Survivor Series too. Yeah, I think the tweet was one on one matches. My bad. I'm sure oh. he might have been. He might have lost tag matches too, but. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he actually lost in that Survivor Series match very early. I was very upset about that. What I was won, the match? I don't was, know if I watched. It was five on five on five. It was NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. Gunther was the first person eliminated, I believe, in the whole match. And uh, Keith Lee was the last person for NXT. He came out of Keith Lee versus yeah, Roman I don't, Reigns. I don't Keith Lee I got a uh, showing. Like, yeah. they fucking showed him out. And then he became Bearcat, so. <laughs> Fuck off! Oh, shit. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so I got the Brawling Brutes winning that match, Gunther winning, and I do have Sheamus winning the Intercontinental title around WrestleMania time, as that would be fucking just the grandest of moments. Yeah. And next, let's get into the Judgment Day, baby. This edge, the Judgment Day shit, and I quit match at Extreme. I love it. First of all, I love it. Yeah, stipulations all, are back. <laughs> why didn't we say that? Yes. <laughs> stipulations, they're back every match. I always love the jokes for the last few years that extreme rules meant that there's more rules. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to always joke about like, oh, this is a rules match. <laughs> Right, bro, and yes, nonsense. We, we got stips in every like there were match. more rules and <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's great. I love this, yeah. Um, I don't know, did have these two ever tangled? Probably no, not. I don't know. Way, I don't think so. Um, and yeah, neither guy really a submission guy, which I think makes this more interesting. Um yeah, again, I've been on board. I didn't see any of the Edge when Edge started the Judgment Day. I didn't see any of that. I've just seen since. I loved it. You didn't miss anything. It got yeah, better when, that's I, what I've when heard. Spin took over. Yeah, I've really loved Edge's fire. He's been cutting great promos. Um, I'm going to pick Finn here. Maybe it's just because that's who I want to win, but I think it makes more sense to keep building this faction, right? I mean... I don't know. I don't know what Edge's kind of long term is. Uh, Justin confirmed it is a first time ever. Love that. Hopefully, it's better than Edge AJ, which was a first time ever, which wasn't bad. 
at WrestleMania, but it was a little underwhelming for me. Um, but yeah, I'm, and I speaking of progress, I did watch it was fit or Prince Devitt's final match before going to WWE last night against Zack Saber Jr. Ooh. And which is the first and only match those two guys have ever had, two UK wrestling legends. So that's an interesting tidbit. And Devitt was dressed up like the Joker. I guess that it was like 2015 or 2014. So it must have been when that came out, but fucking awesome match. And just yeah, like Finn can still fucking rip it up. Like, let's not forget about his NXT title run in 2020 was awesome. Like the matches with Dunn, Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly. So while you know, Judgment Day Finn maybe hasn't been your cup of tea, the guy can still fucking rip it up in the ring. And uh, I hope that happens here. Uh, but I'll take Finn. Yeah, I'd love Finn to win. I, I love the Judgment Day, as I said earlier. I just don't see Edge saying I quit. You know, it's an I quit match. I can see Finn screaming it out. I that's, quit. That's he's, a good point. Um, you know, he's he's the heel here. The heel can definitely say I quit and then go get over it. Finn Balor is a triple H guy. So I think he's going in the sheets have been saying that fuck the sheets, but the sheets have been saying it, and I would have known it anyway, because Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano, Champa. Yeah. These are Triple H guys. So All the quote unquote indie or Japan guys darling. and and girls. Right. So this guy is going to get a push. So he can take this loss here and then go and see what happens with the judgment day from there. You, you make good I got points, edge. But, but I'm yeah. sticking with Finn. Fuck it. Fuck it. Take Finn. <laughs> Fuck it. Justin said the closest thing these the closest time these two ever uh were about to face each other is when Edge won the Rumble and uh, was still making his choice on who to face. That's right. Finn was the champion and Edge went to NXT to uh, when, when oh, he won the Royal Rumble. He was NXT champ at that time. Remember? Because I do when, remember it's that. Be, it's when NXT didn't matter. They were only a developmental brand, but yet they were sending people down there to try yeah. to get ratings. So. Yeah, and Finn, I just said it, he had a fucking hell of a run. I, I actually like came across that Kyle O'Reilly match again. I think they wrestled twice, but the first one, it was TakeOver 32. I'm like, fuck, I need to rewatch that. It was a battle. Yeah, it was good. And I miss, I miss Kyle O'Reilly, god damn it. Get well, get well. Can't wait yeah. for him to... He, he was getting a big push in AEW. Before I know. Fucking, he was know. winning he a beat, bunch of matches. Beat, he beat Darby. He won yeah. that Battle Royal. To he beat Jungle Mox. Boy. He beat Jungle Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was getting, mm. he was getting a big push. So KOR will be back when he's healthy. Can't wait for that. Well, let's keep going. Drew McIntyre carrying cross strap match. Two sexy big men. You don't, don't care. care. Don't care about carrying cross. Why? Why? He stinks. Why? No. He stinks. Yeah. Oh no. All right, Adam Cole. <laughs> he stinks. Uh Scarlet's great. Um, the only good matches Karrion Cross has ever had were against Finn Balor, funny enough, during that title run. Um, so yeah, I think Drew could probably bring it out of him. And it is it's a strap match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that could be good. So this is where you have to hit all four corners, right? I kind of get confused on. I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I don't know the rules. I think typically match. you do, but so I had just written about, and that's how dog collar is too, right? Or no, that was pin. Pin. Yeah, I thought this was pin. I, I, get, thought, I thought this was pin, but a strap is. A strap match, usually you have to hit all old four school. corners. Yeah, yeah. Because I just reviewed, I read an article for the Sportster. It was Dusty Rhodes' last match was against Randy Orton in a bull, Texas bull rope match. Oh. At Great American Bash 2007, and I was under the impression that it was the four corners, but that was pin. I guess we'll figure out, uh, and I really like Drew, obviously. I think he's great. He should be the champion right now. I think it's still bullshit that he's not. 
Karrion Cross impressed me. I want to see it. Um, like I said, I thought the two matches he had with Finn were pretty good. The match with Samoa Joe was awful. Um, awful. And that was both of them. I, I just, I've never really been drawn to Karrion Cross. I've never cared about Karrion Cross. So make me care. I'm picking Drew. Yeah, this one, this one's tough for me to choose. I love Karrion Cross. I loved him in NXT. Um, I love Scarlett. But yeah, God, you think you Drew can't lose again, right? No. Like he's got to bounce back from his loss against Roman. Drew Cross can take the loss. He just got back. His character's already elevated just being in a match with Drew McIntyre. He's not winning a world title anytime soon. So I give hope me, not. yeah, give me Drew for sure. Yeah, give, no, hell no. There's like fucking 20 people above him. Everyone's like, like I said, I'm leaving room for carrying cross to impress me. I'm not like I don't I don't hate him and I'm not, but impress me, you know. Yeah. That's yep. all I'm saying. I feel you. I feel you. Um, next match. This will probably impress you. We'll save it for last, actually. Let's do the two women's matches, and then we'll save the fight pit for last. Okay. Be- Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey, Extreme Rules match. That's fun. You also say- don't really care about this one. But because, um, again, I guess it makes sense. I haven't been watching SmackDown. These are the yeah. two SmackDown matches. But I also oh, true, true. just talked about Cross. And, like, I missed all of the Liv Rise. And I never really cared too much about Ronda, especially since she came back and won the Rumble, which was stupid. I thought she was cool when when she first came in. Um, but, yeah, this doesn't really do anything for me. Um, I may not even watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch the live match on the last pay-per-view. It was good. Um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll take live. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I really, 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 really want Liv to win and retain here. I want Charlotte to come back, and I want to see Liv and Charlotte get down in a few. Now, that, that would be cool. Yeah. But I think it's got to be Rousey, right? Like, if she's doing this match, it's got to be her. And then you'll get a Rousey Shayna thing down the road, is what I would imagine. Yeah, which could be cool. But is is Rousey a baby face or what? I have no idea what she is. She's (laughs) awful as well. She's awful. That's what she is. She's fucking. Flat out awful. Like she's she's somehow figured out a way to get worse over the years, dude. Which is that's what I'm saying. I thought she was pretty solid when she came. You know, she was really great on the mic, but like could get through it. And obviously, was had good moments in the ring. I mean, what was her first match? It was like her and Kurt Angle against Step and Triple H. Like that was a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And even even her stuff with Nikki Bella was really good, dude. When Nikki Bella turned heel on her. you know, I thought the main event at WrestleMania was a bit of a letdown, but that's only because... Yeah, but it was still good. good you know, right. it wasn't great, but it was still good. Right, right. But yeah, um, I wish I cared. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll care. But yeah, I'll take live. Favorite Ronda Rousey moment when Charlotte Flair kicked her fucking head in that police car. That was <laughs> awesome, dude. But yeah, I got to take Ronda because I just... I want Liv. I'm hoping for Liv, but I'm going to predict Ronda. Uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey in a fucking this ladder is match. Be awesome. In a I ladder think this, match. I think this should main event. I do too. Um, they've been giving it a lot of time. It deserves it. We all Bianca's been incredible. Like for someone who had seen her like in the early days of NXT when she was there, and then you know, didn't really watch a ton of her rise up on the main roster, but of course saw the Sasha Banks match last year. Amazing. Was I was upset about the Becky thing last year, and now it's all come back. And both the matches with her were spectacular. She can cut a promo. 
yeah, she's amazing. She deserves everything she's gotten. And then there's Bailey, who, boy, oh, boy, she has looked so good. I mean, we know that. But excited to see her. It's been forever since, like, she's been in a sing a prominent singles match. We saw her in the, the six-man whenever that was recently, the last show, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be awesome. A ladder match. Um, is it the first women's ladder match for like just not money in the bank i can't think of like a i'm sure there is but i can't think I of can't, any i can't think of one but I'm one-on-one sure, sure women's yeah. ladder match but again i've been out for a bit but yeah the build's been good here um you know gotta think both like the other tag teams will probably be involved in some way oh yeah um yeah i'm excited about this like i said if this doesn't main event what does so that actually is why I saved the fight pit for last. You for, think that could? Yeah, for a couple of reasons. So okay. I, I won. I'm stoked as fuck about this match. I yeah. can't wait. Bailey's my girl. She's always been my girl. I'm so excited to see her get back. I love Bianca. I love every, oh, yeah. every, everything you said about Bianca is facts. But sometimes it's time for your title reign to end. Yeah, and, I'm gonna. I'm picking oh, Bailey sorry, as sorry. well. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the right move here. That's where I was going with it. You knew where yeah. I was going with it. Yeah, 110%. It's Bailey. There will be shenanigans. You'll have EO and Dakota out there. You'll have Alexa and Asuka definitely show up out there. Maybe Oh, I did a- like, real quick, I did what? like Asuka, like, limping her way out there on Monday after she got her ass beat. I'm always a fan of that. She's the best. I fucking, Asuka's incredible. Maybe yeah. we get a new member of Damage Control. Maybe Tegan Knox shows up. Maybe she Ooh. shows up and helps them win. Is that Nicole. supposed to be, has that been rumored? No, no. Oh, no, okay. No, I'm just a huge Tegan Knox fan. You know, I love Team Kick. If she can keep her knees in place, then let's go. You got Candice LeRae already on the face side of things. We got War Games coming up. Damage Control mm. is going to need a partner. Mm. Who better than bringing mm. in Tegan Knox on the team? But mm. that's just a, a thought. And then her and Dakota Kai had a lot of history. Like they were together, and then uh, Dakota turned on her. And that right? War Games fucking cell dude that yeah. kicked to her face was fine. She took her knee brace off <laughs> and beat the shit out of her with it. Oh, dude, it was fantastic. That would be, yeah, that would be cool. And she's she's just kind of sitting out there, right? Apparently she can't get a visa, so she can't come over. But who knows, you know how true Nixon, that is. Nixon Newell is her. Yeah. Uh, her name, yep. her shoot name, I guess. But Always been a huge fan of hers, dude. If yeah, I haven't seen a ton of her work, but liked what I've seen for sure. And Dakota Kai, man, like every time I see her, she's really good. I remember she, whenever she had Raquel had broken up, maybe it was early this year. They had a really good match. I liked, I really liked the match with Candice on Raw. I mean, I know there was the fuck finish, but yeah, I'm on board. Um, and yeah, go go Bailey. Yeah, go Bailey for sure. Ivan says it could be Charlotte, um, the one who teams with damage control. Very, very possible for sure. I think if Charlotte's on that team, though, a little too much star power for me. If you got Charlotte and Bailey on the same side, and then you just have Bianca on the other side. I mean, you know, you still have Asuka, Alexa, Candice. I, you know, I digress. I want to see Charlotte go fuck on SmackDown with Liv, Ronda, and and do a little three way with those two. That would be that would be cool for sure. I'd be down for that. But the main event, or not the main event, but what I think is going to be the main event for a multitude of reasons. You got Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle in a fight pit. Seth Rollins actually is the one who reached out to Daniel Cormier to be the special guest referee for this match, not the WWE. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's tight. So a couple of things here for me. Ken Shamrock debuted his match. Bret Hart 
Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13, guest role as a referee. Daniel Cormier has been rumored to come into WWE from quite some time. Again, Seth Rollins is the one who reached out to him. It wasn't WWE in some sort of wrestling capacity. But I would love if this could eventually turn into Daniel Cormier training. He What the fuck do you need to train? But Daniel Cormier um, working on the wrestling, pro wrestling craft yeah. and, be, and becoming a wrestler. And he's, he's retired from MMA, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he does their commentary, which he's great at. Which but he you can, can do have... that, too. I mean, I know there's been a lot of yeah. – and there's an opening now, right? Because they – Saxton is moving to NXT, so apparently oh, there's a raw really? opening. I saw some about that earlier today. Yeah. Oh, I'd have to. I, I haven't saw, been on Twitter in a bit. I didn't read it. It was merely a headline, but mm-hmm. it did say that um, that Jimmy Smith and Graves are going to stay on Raw, Saxton to NXT, and then they'll add an analyst on Raw. I think that's what I saw. So and that probably, Mac, so and that McAfee Barrett. will be back on SmackDown. Yeah, Barrett's on SmackDown tonight, I saw. Oh, so maybe they'll move. Or tomorrow. Maybe, maybe that'll be his test, and then maybe Barrett will be the one to go on Raw on Monday. Well, no, what the, what the article said, or what I saw, was that I guess they wanted Saxton and Barrett together because Barrett's a oh. heel, and they have the baby face that can kind of banter, as he and Corey have done. Oh. I, it feels like I read the article, but I think I, was, I just saw a headline. It, and it like, sounds and like the, you read the article. In the tweet. <laughs> so, like, in the tweet and headline, I gleaned all this. Okay. It could be bullshit. I don't know. Right. But uh, feel free to investigate. I will. I will for sure. And that'll be cool. I just think it would be cool to have Daniel Cormier there because it's another for big sure. name. It'll give Brock Lesnar something else to do at WrestleMania. It'll give a Bobby Lashley a big match. So you got guys there who could – even a riddle. Like, you got guys there who could yeah. fuck with Cormier. So that's very exciting stuff. And then you got the rumor – not rumors. No one said shit. But the rumor – Isaac fucking – and his rumors with the lantern over the poster of oh, Riddle and Rollins. So you got could all... maybe come at the end here. Yeah. Correct. So, but I don't even know if Fight Pit's gonna be in the arena. Fight Pit could very well That's, be happening yeah. out of the arena. They could fucking it normally isn't, right? Right, correct. The one time or the two times it was done, it wasn't in the arena. And that so it might not. It the, the lady, the, the women's match, Bailey and Bianca, I want it. Could very well main event, and it should. Yeah. But if they figure out a way to do this in the arena, then there's a possibility that Bray could show up or more hints towards the White Rabbit because you got the Randy Orton Riddle fucking relationship. You remember when Bray left, he had the shit with Orton. You had yeah, Seth Rollins awful. in the Fiend, awful, yeah. Again, but Rollins and the Fiend had all those interactions, which was also awful. awful. So you have that there. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I do not. I think this should be somewhere in the middle of the show where they air it, the video of the match. And Bianca and Bailey should main event it. I gotta go with fucking Rollins to win. If Rollins is gonna wrestle Lashley for the U.S. title, I'm sure Riddle's gonna win and they'll continue the feud. But I'm gonna take Rollins. Who do you got? And what are your yeah. thoughts on the match and Cormier and all of it? Yeah, and let me ask you this before I talk: You pick Rollins here. Who are you picking Monday in the U.S. title match? Like, how tough is that, I, you know? I, I asked that question in the group chat as soon as I saw that match. Yeah, because I remember it, you did. It feels like Rollins has to win that match, right? Like, he's talked how he hasn't had a title in three years. Yeah. This is his second United States title match. Is this where maybe someone cost Bobby Lashley the match? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Or yeah. Riddle or Riddle costs Seth the match. And, and, and we continue that feud for another month. I don't know, um, dude. Yeah, I'm going to pick – I'll pick Riddle in the fight pit and Rollins to win Monday. Um, but so I that think way this, it boosts Riddle – that way Rollins can take the loss and then it 
elevates him right back up by I mean, yeah. all Rollins does is lose the anyway. loss doesn't yeah. and it's in riddles riddles zone you know an MMA type arena so um yeah that the lion's den that was I couldn't remember the name that I was thinking of and he and Owen Hart had it yeah and they had because that was like in a separate arena as well and they sure fought was. in the heart dungeon as well during that feud um yeah good stuff they, yeah i think it was SummerSlam 98 was the lion's den match yeah for those of you who are listening ivan says it should have been ken shamrock the guest referee since he was the pioneer for the lion's den match yeah for sure. and because you just interviewed him too oh fantastic interview go check it out <laughs> the great. uw pod the universal wrestling podcast love nick love everything Which you're listening to right now because <laughs> we are Oh. It geeked me out big time on our show at the end when I had Ritter plug, and he's like, I'm Nick Dieterding from the UW. <laughs> but Bo obviously doesn't know that joke. So, um, but yeah, funny, funny stuff. Too fucking funny. So you got so you got Riddle in this match. Uh, what are your what are your takes on this match in general? Are you gonna enjoy it? I think it's gonna be fucking awesome. I thought so. The previous two fight pits it was Thatcher and Riddle were Thatcher and Riddle. It wasn't Champa in was, one of them. I thought it was Thatcher and Champa and Thatcher and Riddle. Okay, but I I could so, be wrong, but I thought those. Were I the think two. that's right. Yeah, fucking Thatcher's Thatch can man, crushing it over in pro wrestling. Back, Noah, yeah. no, keep him over there. They need more help over there. I don't want. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. Yeah, I think having Cormier is nothing but good. Um, and hopefully it does lead to something, whether it is wrestling or commentating, because, you know, I used to follow MMA or UFC a decent amount back in the day. I don't anymore, but guy always had charisma, you know, was a hell of a fighter. I mean, I don't think he's that old, like probably early 40s or something. So, uh, yeah, I think it's good all around. I think this is going to be an awesome match, a brutal match. And yeah, give me give me Riddle in his arena. Yeah, so when I make my predictions now with you, when I do them tonight on the show with the other guys, I'm gonna It'll probably be the, different. I'm gonna do the exact opposite. <laughs> so I can say I got everything right. Yeah. No, uh, but no, I feel you. Everything that you just said makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Riddle should probably win this match since Rollins won the last match, and then Rollins could go over Lashley on on Monday night. Even like Riddle could inadvertently cost Rollins or Lashley the match. Or there's a lot of yeah. shit. But we got a yeah, couple. Yeah, then of- you could then you could spin into a Lashley Riddle feud, which would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple of banger fucking mid card title matches coming up um, on SmackDown. Apparently, as the boys just said, tomorrow, and on, yeah, and on, and on Raw on Monday. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. fucking big awesome. big shows, dude. We got Walter Walter Walter. We got Gunther. Keep saying it, yeah, fuck, keep dude. Saying it. It, it it still comes out, man. It's like when I say Soraya. I'm gonna say Soraya. All right. So when or Paige, right, right. <laughs> you but know, like, I mean, my, my head knows to say Soraya, but my yeah. t- my tongue and is it, gonna it go to looks Soraya. Like Soraya to, yeah, it really does. But right. anywho, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's other names like that. But yeah, man, I'm fucking stoked, dude. It's gonna this, be a hell of a oh. weekend for WWE. Well, I mean, weekend. Period, like I said, Friday dude. alone is SmackDown, Bound for Glory, which should be awesome. And then Rampage and Battle of the Belt. Yeah, there's yep. Ivan right there. Yeah, we said it earlier. And I'm I'm probably more excited for Bound for Glory than anything. You know, it, it, like I you know, I've been so into impact this year, and I've not been shy about saying it's the most consistent American wrestling promotion in 2022. Not saying it's the best, but it's been straight right, line, really Let's- good. 
Let's huh? rip really let's let's rip really quick. Oh shit. Josh yeah, Alexander Josh I got Alex- like five minutes. Real Josh, quick. Josh Alexander. Yeah. I'm picking Josh Eddie. I'm picking Eddie Edwards. I think they've been really finally giving honor no more like the push that they should. Like, you know, they've been a factor since January, right when the year started. Hadn't gotten any gold till recently. We got the OGK as tag champs. Yep. Kenny King challenged and failed against Mike Bailey. But yeah, I think Eddie, I as I love Alexander, and it's obviously been a great run, but from storytelling perspective, I think it should be Eddie Edwards. Um, because who else is Alexander? I mean, he not that he's faced everyone, but I think just the story would be better. Um, of course, wouldn't be upset if Alexander won. He's been awesome, but yeah, I'm picking Eddie Edwards. Yeah, the honor no more is going to continue. They're going to get the top gold and they're going to shine. So I got Eddie for sure. Masha or Jordan? I think Masha's got to get the win, right? I think so too. Yeah, I know Jordan, you know, she hasn't had the belt for too long, but Masha's undefeated. And I think you keep rolling with that. And uh, just a shout out there, the Monsters Ball match between Masha and Ali Catch, who I'd never seen before, but it just heard of was a ton of fun as well. Oh yeah, good stuff. And then I think the other, the only other match we want to talk about tag match OGK Motor City Machine Guns. Who you got there? Yeah, it should be great. Uh, I'm picking the OGK as just Me too. as we just said, they just want it. They haven't defended it yet. I mean, Motor City Machine Guns have had a hell of a year, um, but um, yeah, it'll be OGK. And we get uh, Mike Bailey and Frankie Kazarian for the oh, yes, X Division yes. Championship, which should be interesting. I think Bailey will win. They've kind of been. He's had nine title defenses in like two months or two and a half months. He's fucking incredible. Yeah, but they've been mentioning Christopher Daniels' record for X Division title defenses was 13, and they've been bringing that up a lot. So I think he's at least going to get more in striking distance of that, and I'm picking Mike Bailey. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a good show. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Fucking awesome weekend, dude. SmackDown, Rampage, Battle of the Belts, Bound for Glory. Extreme rules. Gonna be a lot like this week. It's been like I'm thinking, like, God, am I even gonna be able to get 10 matches? And then it's like, oh, all this shit is coming up. So dude, so much wrestling. Just this weekend alone, you'll probably be able to find 10 matches. Ivan says, Can we please get the Motor City Machine Guns in the world tag? That would be fucking tight. But like, let's just get FTR first. I like come on. You gotta go. Don't even bring them up. Don't even get me started on the FTR. Uh, this has been so much fun to everyone who listened and watched thank you guys so much brett where can the people find you bro at brain buster boys twitter and instagram brain buster boys on all major podcasting platforms as well as the visionaries global media network hell yeah brother thank you i really appreciate you coming on it was fucking a great time i hope you enjoy your weekend i hope you enjoy all the wrestling again to everyone who watched to everyone who's going to listen thank you guys so much Ivan, Bakley, Justin, thank you guys. Really appreciate you being there in the comments. You can find this podcast, the Wrestling Index Podcast, right here on Floor Cyber Sports YouTube, FloorCyberSports.com, all major audio platforms, and Visionary Global Media Network. Chad, always appreciate you. And Brett, keep pointing to that shirt, and I'm going to be all inside of you, baby. Oh! <laughs>